Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Did it and um, uh, yeah, I can identify all the things that I do and all the things that I know that I should do. So right, well, that's the focus of the show. So we want to take people through um, habits that are productive versus uh, probably the habits that you actually do that aren't productive. Like yeah. me, <laughs> I have a lot of very unproductive habits. Um, came across this article and I thought it was um, was pretty good, and I think a lot of the stuff. Could be useful to the old uh, listener pool there. Let's yes. See. All right. So the 15 most productive habits you can have. There's a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, I wanted to just get get some of your uh, insight into each one of them. I know you do a lot of these things. Yeah. I think I do some I of these things. And I know some people who've told me to do some of these things. So yeah. <laughs> let's see what's up. Okay. Um, yeah. Productive habits. That's the key word. So let's right. keep that in mind. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Wake up at the same time. What about you? I wake up at the same time every day. What time? Uh, four fifteen a.m. Gotcha. Because <laughs> you wanna, you wanna beat out somebody. <laughs> four fifteen a.m. <laughs> uh, except on Saturdays and Sundays, I wake up at about six. Okay. Um, so those are my hours, uh, and that is regardless of what day it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthdays, holidays, even when we're on vacation, it's. You know, four fifteen or six. Right. I wake up at normally about six thirty during the school year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And That's then important. and then during summer I actually wake up at like five forty five. Hmm? Yeah. That's backwards, man. It is, but um that's because there's pro- there's just so much more going on during the school year and so by the time like I get to, oh, you get home later. I get, get home later. later. I get to bed later, and and so, um, but you know, with with school ending this past week, and even though like I have been getting to bed a little bit later this week, that I've still been trying to get up at you know at least six this morning. Got you. Yeah, um, and get back into that routine, and then of course everything gets screwed up with daylight savings time one way or another. Um, but yeah, yeah no, I, I, waking up at the same time, it, it just. As soon as I wake up late, if there's a day like that, it feels weird, right? Oh, it does. This is off. Yeah. And well, this begs the question, though: How much sleep do you get? Um, if I look at my whoop, um, I, <laughs> I <laughs> check your whoop. Check my whoop. Um, I average, I average seven to eight. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, I mean, and whatever, you know, whatever level of. Um, Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, however they judge it or whatever. Like, it, it's usually pretty decent sleep, too. So, um, uh, I say I'm, like, in the 80s or whatever um, as far as sleep quality. Gotcha. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I try to get... Remind me, I haven't worn my Whoop in about a month. I saw... My bad. I saw you're behind. Yeah, I'm behind. But yeah. uh, is it sleep quality or is it sleep... Um, quantity that it's it's, it's doing both okay because it's, it's like a little metric metric there yeah it um it will look at uh it 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 has you time in bed 
Right. Um, and so there's a start stop and then the, the aggregate time in bed. And then, you know, if you get up in the middle of the night to go pee or whatever, then, um, it, it is catching those things too. Right. It's dinging (laughs) you, but then like, I still feel like it's pretty good at, it knows when you're up. It seems like peeing would make your blood, your heart rate come down. (laughs) I'm just thinking out loud. Okay. Yes, you are. (laughs) Uh, yeah. That's not really the whole point about waking up at the same time. Right. I think the whole point about waking up at the same time is building that habit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no matter, no matter what article, no matter what time you go to sleep, even if, you know, you've had late work night or something. Right. And I hear, hear people all the time, like, like uh, at the gym, they'll say, well, I didn't come in this morning because I, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And it's like, well, are you going to die? I mean, just come in and right. keep, like, they just let that Do derail it. their entire routine. And right. I think that's the point is that keep your routine going because yeah. then it makes everything else, the the next 14 things in the list, flow. Well, I, I will say, though, the one drawback that I see of waking up at the same time, and if something influences you to where you have to go to bed, like, if you wake up at 4.15, but, you know, all of a sudden you had to go to bed at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting, you know, a little bit over five hours of, of real actual sleep. Then um, uh, I eat like shit the next day uh-huh. with less sleep. And it is a physiological hmm. need that your body I read I read about it, but you know a bunch. But but that your body says, oh, you didn't get enough sleep. Let's eat a whole bunch of crap for some reason. And I, I and maybe now it's like a I know that that's what physiologically your body wants to do, and then I just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Good I can excuse. I can see the waking up at the same time. It does make you. I feel like it makes you more productive because then you know how your routine is going to go right. in the morning. Right. Um, uh, however, I, I do think that there's a caveat to mm-hmm. that, which which could be, you know, maybe not do it so that it's so detrimental, especially if it's a whole bunch in a row. Could be. Um, yeah. Then, you know, if you like crap for a week, then what what good did it do you to wake up at the same time every morning? Fair enough. Just saying. Fair enough. Okay. All right, number two, start strong. Okay. Um, <laughs> I agree with this, though. I think the point of this is, uh, the, and they're saying the first two hours, but the first bit of your day yeah. sets the tone for the rest of your day. Yeah, um, got it, got it. They're suggesting get something big done right away, right? So, oh, you know, work out. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's an awesome way to get going in the morning. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's that's a good that, habit. <laughs> well, that, yeah, it's no kidding. That's how you start. That's how I start. Um, I, I do find, you know, depending on. A, what's going on and then again with school and everything like that yeah. that's that's where I say that like um, I wake up at 630 but I actually don't work out until closer to 9 or 930 because I work out with my wife usually mm-hmm. on a daily basis so it's like after all the kids yeah, have been getting going all the things so it doesn't have to be working out it could be oh yeah whatever the thing you're doing to help set the tone it could be reading right you're journaling yeah you know, making well, an actual good meal right you know. and, and sometimes I'll actually I'll get like some. I know that I have like half an hour before anybody else is. Yeah, or alone up. time. Yeah, right. Just just getting something done, and so that is yeah. that is my starting strong. Yeah, I mean that's good to get that mental uh, mental space. Yeah, right. If you need to do that, whatever that is. Yeah, agreed. Listen to an audio book, read a book, um, um, or a th- podcast. Yeah, yeah, or you know, or <laughs> podcast. 
I, I think they can be very similar. Yeah. I mean, the start strong versus that. I mean, it's that intake, doing something um, educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and not just passively staring at a screen. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, it, and and that kind of goes back to. Um, there are a lot of success books, but also, I guess, a lot of business books, too, that, that talk about um, if you want to get ahead in your field, then, right. you know, take one hour a day, in, and preferably in the morning, because that's when you less likely to get interrupted. And, yep. and, you know, like some people will say, you know, take that hour and work on your, you know, your outside business or oh, yeah. work on your business. But, but if you take that hour and and learn something that is putting you further ahead in whatever field you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll have 365 hours That's right. at the end of the year, yeah. technically, that you you ha- would have absorbed information that will make you a better human or a better person at whatever you are doing. Yeah, man. And it's that 1% you, every day. It's that 1%. It adds up. Yep. Yep. We could draw you a little graph of how 1% adds up and 0% stays the same. Exactly. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty obvious. Uh, what do you think about audiobooks versus uh, actual words? Um, <laughs> listen, I, I I love books, and but I, especially as I've gotten older, I, it is harder and harder for me to read, but mm-hmm. also, like, I literally have ADD or ADHD, whichever it is, and so... Um, and and dyslexia to a certain extent. So um, it's always been harder for me to read a book. Mm-hmm. And the first book that I ever finally, finally read was like when I was 12, and it was Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. And that held my attention throughout the entire thing, and I was just so blown away by it. Mm-hmm. And then it pretty much ruined all books for me afterwards because of the ending. <laughs> don't spoil it. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not going to. It's it's only from like 85. Don't watch something. the movie either. The movie, no, it, the movie it's not. Um, it's not good. Um, but it 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 took me so long to read, and so when audiobooks were introduced, mm-hmm. and this was when I started driving and everything, so I could just pop it. Yes, yeah, what they say there, use yeah. it during your commute. Yes, like turn that, you know, normal. Talking about a commute, turn that normal like frustration time into yeah. like some intake yeah no and and that podcast audiobooks whatever yes absorb that's yeah. that's the, the the key thing is to absorb something that makes you better um okay. and and yeah uh so now i do more audiobooks i actually you know i actually do more podcasts now because i find that i mean i like both i, I do audiobooks and i read i read a lot but mm-hmm. i find that i cannot read fiction i mean i cannot audiobook fiction really I can audiobook like business or well almost like almost like self-help or yeah. whatever like Jack Carr or um, I know that's fiction but like um, something that's not so you know fictiony made up yeah uh, but I have to like read the fiction to enjoy it otherwise I like I just kind of like don't actually absorb it is it is it I don't know what that's about but well because just like watching the movie maybe because I listen to podcasts all the time no, that <laughs> but maybe maybe you reading the fiction book is is like you know it, like right now we are going through and and um I'm listening to the audiobooks for Harry Potter cuz I never read them right uh, cuz I couldn't get into them first yeah. of all you know years ago but I love the movies yeah great movies now I'm listening to the, the movies are almost exactly like the books exactly <laughs> exactly um but but 
you know, for me, like, of course, as I'm reading or listening to them, um, and I'm listening to someone who has, you know, is a female with a British accent, so there's a little bit more yeah. of it in there, and every, you know, it's a podcast, actually, and so every once in right. a while, it's it's probably unauthorized, but her, like, cat shows up and starts, you know, meowing in the background, and yeah. you hear kids every once in a while, <laughs> but anyway. That's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but maybe I can envision that world, but um, but maybe, you know, when you're actually reading a fiction book that, you know, just like a movie, you're getting somebody else's perspective. And sometimes if you're listening to somebody read a book, you're getting maybe their perspective because it's their voice and their tonality. Right. Um, but when you're reading the book yourself, then it's it's your entire imagination yeah. within that book. Right. It has nothing to do with this podcast. But it's, No, it's cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I always try to figure it out. Like. Like uh, the sitting, standing, working. Like if I'm, I have right. to. If I'm actually actively creating something, I have to sit down. Right. Yep. <laughs> if yep. I'm less like reading emails or responding to emails, I could stand up. Yep. No, it's, it's weird. That's true. Um, and and also like a business book or something like that. Sometimes it's better, especially if the author's reading it, to get their, you know, their tonality and and their perspective on it um, as they're reading it because because it's more factual information yeah. and so you don't have to use your imagination as Could much. Be. So write down your goals before you go to bed and after you wake up. I mean I, I already know you do that. Yeah. If you've listened to more than one of these podcasts, you know that Aaron does that. Um I, d- I don't do them before I go to bed. Um but I do in the mornings um, part of just, your morning ritual. Yeah, just kind of reflect and prepare to set my day um yeah. but but what I what I do before I go to bed, what you do do? What I do? No, that's <laughs> that's in the mornings too. It is in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I do? I don't know if I told you this, but before I go to bed, what I say every single night? Yes. Okay. Never mind. You can say it. Okay. Um, I'm grateful for my life and grateful for Melanie, Vance, Lily, Paige, my mom, my dad, my family, and friends, my animals. Um, I didn't want to exclude them for some damn hey, reason. They're important. Yeah. Um. I'm grateful to be happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, and free. Uh, and when I say God, I say general God. Mm-hmm. But God, please yeah. help, me to be, help me to become happier, healthier, wealthier, wiser, and freer. And please help everybody else in my uh, family and friends and everybody else in the world do the same. For me, that is the what sets my tone before I go to bed so yeah. that I can sleep. Um, but it also... I, I, I guess I've trained myself over time to... That is my... Don't forget about your goals, stupid. Um, right. And Stay and grounded. pull, yeah, pull those. I know what the goals are, so pull those goals in that statement to myself back into my brain before yeah. I go to bed. Yeah. Um, but That's then cool. you know, write them the next day. Um, yeah. But it, but yes, because it it does it does help my sleep cycle. I think too. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, you can you can you can pray and not be like religious yeah no you know what i mean yeah it it works i mean it's it's good to keep those things at top of mind i mean yeah no prayer meditation Mm -hmm. um uh affirmations not that they're all the same but um yeah but because they mean different things to different people but but that is uh, those things can help set your days they can also set your dreams yeah (laughs) keep your shit straight right take great breaks Mm -hmm. i like that one um Plan your break, right? Like, if you're going to take a break, take a break. Like, I'm taking a break. Right. Like, do put your phone away or whatever. Right. You know, I do, I do see a lot of people 
myself included, you'll you'll step away, but you'll just like watch another screen. Yeah, we're like taking a break from the work screen <laughs> to the to go watch the Harry stare Potter. random crap right. screen. Right, and then then we're gonna like if we're not looking at the screen, we're listening to the screen. Yeah, our life is nothing but screens. I had to take my <laughs> I had to take my phone in to be repaired last Friday. It felt weird, didn't it? You're like, it felt what? So fucking weird. But you're like, what's wrong with me? Like, I I let you know Melanie was traveling that day, so I let her know, hey, I'm gonna be without my phone here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to do a couple of things, and I'll be back home. And it was like, you know, it was all of a sudden like 19, you know, 96 or something. <laughs> and we don't have a home phone, but my son was home, and I'm like, if you need to contact me, call him. Yeah. But for those like four hours. It was so liberating, um, you know. I, I, that's awesome. I didn't even. I don't think I even got back on my computer um, at home when I got back there. Just like, yeah, you're yeah. not gonna miss much. No. Somebody, uh, oh, man, I, I'm gonna s- destroy it trying to explain it. So I'll just roughly explain it. We were. I was talking with someone about like um, uh, implants, right? Like, like uh, chips, like computer chips okay. in, in you. <laughs> Yeah, now those type. Of, come on, man. <laughs> Didn't know where we were going today, <laughs> man. Um, no, it's from. I think it's from Joe Rogan. He's talking to Elon Musk or whatever, and they're talking about like having a computer in your brain yeah. and being able to like communicate like via like like commu- com- computers talk to each other, not like we're having conversation. Right. We just know my thought that I'm trying to convey. Which right, was weird, but and uh, they were like. You know, Man, fuck that! I'll never put a computer in my body or my brain or whatever. And I was like, "Well, you basically have one. Mm-hmm. Your phone." They were like, "Nah, bullshit." I was like, "Look, let me ask you a question. Like, at all times during the day, how far away from your phone are you? How far away? How far do you keep it? Is your phone always within like easy reach?" Right. They're like, "Yes, always." And your phone is always within easy reach. Right. Right, you sleep. You put it by your bed. You walk right. around. It's in your pocket. We're or doing a hand. podcast. Mine's You're doing right a there. podcast. It's sitting there, and you've got to keep it active so that you, you know. Right. It's basically an implant. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like it's basically your onboard computer. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. It is. It and and there's so much good with that, and there's so much bad with that too. Yeah. I. Yes. I feel like it's equal. Mm-hmm. Like it's as good as it is bad. Yeah. I don't know what to do because I'm not going to give it up. But like, know. you know, well, when when you go on vacation, but will but will you take that extra step and then just like get it implanted into your brain? <laughs> like, I at what point in society does that become like acceptable? To have I, like a computer eye? I will say this that because uh, uh, we did not like the Google glasses, we pretty much shat on those. As yeah, a yeah. Oh man, God, I still remember. <laughs> you being, remember those? Yeah, and everybody was like, no. I remember being in Atlanta for a conference, and this one dude—it was the only one. Well, dude. anytime, anytime you see the guy, somebody walking up with the Google glasses, you're like, "That guy's a douchebag." Yeah, like I don't know why. And he was. <laughs> that one, I was like, because I was doing registration weirdo for, for one of the conferences, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's are the." And he's like, "Hey, these are my Google glasses." Like I didn't even ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is an open source software conference, but <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Go away and do not take, you know, like, don't look at me. Don't record me. Don't record me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know what that has to do with taking breaks. But anyway, if you could take a break, if you're going to take a break from work, then take a break. you're going to get up and walk away and, like, yeah. not work for the moment. Like, don't. Like, That's another good like, reason for actually having. Actually, take a break. Like, another good reason for having a standing desk 
is it is easier to take a break from a standing desk than from a from oh, sitting. Yeah, you like sucked in because it, because sometimes like if if I'm like okay, I'm gonna take a break and I just sit there, but if I'm at my standing desk, then I'm like, well, I can't just sit here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't really want to stand here because I've been standing for a while. So uh, yeah, so let me go do something else, <laughs> and I might go sit somewhere else, but I will leave my desk. It's cool. I don't know. It's one little thing. Uh, journal once a day. This is kind of the same as the other one. Like yeah. I, I think, um, not really. Well, maybe. Um, yeah. Some people cool. journal. They don't actually write down the, goal, the goals. The goals. They right. just like write down like yeah, my day sucked or whatever. Like, right. <laughs> right. Or it was awesome. I it, won hundred dollars. And <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, I think it's good to journal. Again, I journal in the morning, um, and usually, you know. There's a little bit of, for many years, it had been just writing down the goals. So that, so it, instead of journaling, it was more like affirmations. Um, right. But then, but then there are times where, like, my journaling is more like pausing if I'm actually journaling, journaling. Yeah. And, it, and it's because, like, I want to capture how i'm thinking or feeling because yeah maybe something new has happened or something's yeah. changed i use mine as like the world's cheapest therapy yeah <laughs> like <laughs> god i don't want people to read mine because like it, it would you'd probably stop being my friend but like i will like if somebody bothers me i'll write down so and so bothered me like this is why mm -hmm. you know and i gotta tell them not to do that again or whatever All and right. usually like that helps me like it's like i'm not well put off by it anymore it it's the you know, there's things I would never want to tell another person. Right. <laughs> Have you ever written an email when you're really pissed off at somebody and then stopped yourself from sending yeah, it? Yes, I have. And then deleted the entire thing. Yes. Not even like wholesale you, deleting, but better. like just holding that backspace until it goes all <laughs> the way to the end and yeah. there's something cathartic about it and it's, and it's yep. like a reset of, I have, I got it out. I do that on social media a lot. Yeah. Like I'll like, and I'm like, yeah, I can't send that. That's, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Nobody ever won an argument on Facebook. Really? <laughs> Did you? You ever won one? No one's ever won one. I just watch people. Yeah, it's fun sometimes. But I don't, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. And it's the same interpersonal where I'm like, I don't want to be. I don't, I just, what's the point? No. So, but, but I'll write it down, get it out of my system, and it feels good. Well, also, it, it helps you form your thoughts when you actually do Oh yeah, confront. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you that might have that confrontation, is. so you've thought through it instead right. of like just being angry, yeah. <laughs> throwing things against the wall. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you can still do that too. Yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah. throw your journal against the wall. No, no. Keep your journal. Uh, and and don't journal in your phone. I I I don't like that. Um, I, I would say no. Who does that? <laughs> Did the young kids do that? Okay. Yeah, I don't. There's something about <laughs> taking notes digitally uh -huh. that. Uh, I think disconnects it from you, in my opinion. Well, the, I mean, there's there's literally. I know this is a note app, and you can like yeah, like yeah. don't forget shit. Put it right. in, like whatever, right. like links or whatever. And you can talk to it. Too. Yeah, like these 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 deeper things that you want to connect with and remember. Yeah. Like you should physically write them down with ink and paper or pencil and paper. Like what? the act of writing it is like well, is it's almost spiritual. Well, it, it's it, but there is actually a physiological. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. There been studies of, yeah. There's connection there that mm -hmm. that writing and what you know. Yeah. And that's why you know 
Um, I would say for anybody who might be doing his MBA or Juris Doctorate um, uh, program right now, <laughs> that uh, sometimes <laughs> I, I can now. I'm going to yeah. say we we are filmed in front of a live studio audience for the it's, first time. It's one dude. It's one dude. But <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, writing physio- the physiological brain. Yeah to body connection of writing something down like notes or whatever is has been established that there's more of a connection there and mm-hmm. and remembering things versus actually typing them yeah um but then again that's my brain so maybe if yeah. your brain thinks in you know where your fingers are on keys yeah, i don't know neuro, it's the neurological connection right thank you i, I just uh it hasn't live yet uh, this one will be a- well. This one will be after I post that one live. But I just did a, a interview with Tony Blower, who's mm-hmm. a big self defense guy, and he uh, he was. We were talking about training and you know training your self defense, and he was saying like he doesn't believe in muscle memory. Really, we always use that. You, yeah. you, everyone's yeah. used it. Like just train your muscle memory, whatever. But he's saying it's not muscle memory; it's a neurological connection mm-hmm. to the okay. to the context. Yeah. Right. So everything's put in context. So I think when you write. You have, it's like you're saying, you have that connection from your brain to your hand down to the paper. Mm-hmm. It's in context of the moment, and you can connect that moment to the actual emotion. Right. Right. Because you're using the, the neural pathway to connect to that emotion. And I think that's important. Um, I don't think you get that in a digital, tactile less environment. Yeah. I just don't. And I think if, if it's important, you should, you should, it, it sounds silly to be like, put a little sweat equity and write, because mm-hmm. it's not hard to write, but right. like, it's part of that part of that sweat equity you're putting into it because you have to have the the device and the you know, I mean the the thing the pen or the paper and the paper and the book and yeah. the, the space and the time and you know it's important. Well, actually, I think about that like if I actually take notes and use the you know the speak or speech to text, which yeah. is always crappy, especially yeah. if you have a slightly southern accent. Thank you, everybody from California, for messing that up. <laughs> um, but. but like I'm an auditory. Well, at this point, I'm an auditory learner also, mm-hmm. and so I I can re- I can retain like things I've listened to in podcasts almost exactly right. what they said. Right. It's it's not what is that type of memory that's um, <laughs> that I can't remember right now. <laughs> oh, good job. Oh yeah. Um, I I did not helping. Yes. Uh, anyway, I can I can remember exactly what people say and what people have said. Cool. You know, from twenty years ago. So sometimes right. that's that's mm-hmm. my other thing that I do that I'll actually speak and then I'll look at the notes and they're all crappy and everything. But I retained what I said um, that's cool. to myself. Um, and maybe that's also being on stage for so long. So too. I says to myself. So I said self self remember some shit. Yes. Uh, decisive answers. I dig this one. Yeah. Either it's a hell yes or a no. Yeah. Everything is not clear. Yeah. Should default to no. It, I have a hard time saying no. Yes. <laughs> Is that all you can say is no? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I mean, how about you? I mean, yeah, I have a hard time saying no. And, and in fact, I don't no. want to let people down. Right. And Melanie and I were talking about this recently. Like we, we are so busy. Mm-hmm. We do so many good things, but we also feel like we, you know, the things that we need to do are harder to do because we've said yes to so many different things. Yeah. Um, because yes, it is it is hard to say no sometimes. Um, but but on the decisive answer side, like I've found that 
the times in my life where I'm just like, yes, that's exactly what needs to be done. Yeah. And whether that's in business or in my relationships or anything like that, yeah. things always turn out better. Mm-hmm. When I'm wishy-washy, when I... You're always like, man, I should have done that. <laughs> I'm like, well, Why you know, let me... Get involved in this I, shit. I mean, and especially, you know, like we're building a kitchen right now. And, right. And, and, you know, going back and I'm like, you know, do, you know, I mean, all the decisions are not mine. Right. Which is a smart thing. Yes, um, and But, you know, like I have opinions on things, but it should be, again, when you're in a relationship, it should right. be mutual. Um, but, you know, I feel like I'm wishy-washy on them because I don't want to – I don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. And I also, you know, I want to take other people's – thoughts and feelings into it and because they have to live there too and you want it to be good for everybody um but then when i found that there's sometimes where you know there are a couple of times i was able to go i really think we should do this Mm. they were very few and far between but when i said you should really do this then like everything just started to open up after that Mm -hmm. and being decisive um that is something that i feel that i could work on on a daily basis yeah um. Yeah, it's hard to say no. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> hard yep. to say no. Yeah, it is, but uh, it usually feels good too. Yeah, like like yeah, you've. I know you've had the situation where someone's like, "Can you come to blah blah blah?" And you're like, "No." Yeah, and then you're like later, you're like, "Man, that was a good move." Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, feels good. Yes, yeah. I'm actually. Uh, I'm, like, yes, I'm enjoying my Saturday because I said no. Yeah, I'm. I'm watching right now. There was something. Something in my life that I said no to, and it involves yeah. other people. And there's this email string, and I just, for some, even though I said no, I'm still on this email string, and I'm watching them, and it's like, thank yeah. God, thank yeah. God, I said no. Yeah, yeah. Man. It does you got one good. of those friends that like only ever asks for favors. Oh yeah, we've had that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. When do I cash in my favor? Right. Exactly. Can you help me with this? Yeah. No. Because you know <laughs> what? I think They're good at saying no. <laughs> right. <laughs> That should teach you something. That's where I was getting with that. Like, why aren't you doing favors for that person? I mean, why aren't they doing favors for you? Yeah, because yeah. you haven't asked them. Exactly. Or they've told you no or whatever. So, right. Yeah. So it's not about, like, I mean, if a favor is not about, like, or doing something for someone. It's not about, you know, doing it so you expect something in return. All right. I mean, that's true altruism, right? Doing it without any expectation right. in return or praise or anything. But at some point... You have to factor your own, like your own list of things. Yeah. Like the next one, keep a to-do list. I mean, you have to factor all that stuff in. Right. Um, How big is your to-do list? Uh, it's it depends. I, I'm. It's odd. Like I'm very good at organizing my job. Yeah. In my projects, but I'm very bad at organizing my own day to day. Like my own day to day to-do list. Like I'm not very good at that part, yeah. um, and I need to turn up. I need to turn the magnifying glass on my own like personal list of stuff. Mm-hmm. I tend to float from thing to thing, you know. Like if it's a project for the house or, you know, getting shit done like that. Like I, I like it just kind of like I'll just get to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and the, of course, it never gets gotten to. Right. But but you know, work. I have. Uh, like I have software that helps keep me up. It's true. Line. Yeah. Like why don't I do that for my own shit? I don't understand. Yep. Um, 
I you know I I use um for work I use GitHub issues and we put them into a mm. Kanban Kanban board. Um, wow! So that well, I mean, it's just a project board, so okay. it, like Trello. It's, it's kind of like Trello, so you can move the card from place to place to place. And um, you know, when I kind of reorganized some things with work recently, then I. I went back and I, I made my own personal repo that is called Get Shit Done. <laughs> and it's just where... That you was know, a whole thing in the 90s. What was the oh, early yeah. 2000s? Yeah. Get Shit Done. Get Shit Done. Yeah, that was a whole book and a whole yep. process for how to like prioritize. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. So yeah. it was like three things, right? It was like um, do now, mm-hmm. offload to someone else, do later. Uh, right, and there's what the circular file, which is the trash can. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. David Allen actually uh, was, I think that's his name, was, it, it wasn't get shit done. It was um, uh, something around that without the expletive. Um, but David Allen did a book in the 2000s that was yeah. very popular and it was just basically, it was getting things done. Jeffrey Gittimer. Okay. Yeah. He I've got, a, I've got a him whole, too. He has a whole bunch of books. He's yeah. got like the, Little red book of sales. Yes, I've got the yeah, little. Yeah, he's, yeah, the little. Yeah, yep. If, if you're in, if you're in business for yourself and have been for, uh, I don't know, just throw an arbitrary number, seven to ten years, yeah. you probably come across this guy's yes. stuff. Yes, um, from sales to. I have I have one of his yeah. on the. And it's uh, all like get get shit done. The little book of sales. It's all like super obvious. Like well, yeah. no shit. Sort of a like things to do, but. <laughs> But like I like I just said, like I'm organizing my business, but my personal life is like right. not organized at all. Right. So it's that's why sort it's of not like, why obvious. don't I do it? Right. Yeah. I mean, we're going through super obvious things too yeah. right now. But but how yeah. many of these do you do? Yeah. Right. Sort of a thing. If you don't remember to do them, then they are not super obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as somebody points them out to you, you're like, oh yeah, duh, I should do that. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I should be more decisive. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Remove useless apps. Yeah. Tabs and clothes you do not wear. That's a lot to unpack right there. Let's talk. Let's talk about each one of those. Okay. Uh, apps. I have not done that. Me neither. Yeah. I got shit I'm on my phone. Crappy at it. And then I keep getting a new phone, and I'm like, I move it all back over there. Yep. Like, and then I'm like, oh, well, what if my daughter uses my phone? Then I'll keep that on there. Like three versions of Solitaire, and yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with me? <laughs> like I ever have time to play mahjong? Right. <laughs> you know, why do I have Mahjong on my phone? I like that what the, game. I do, but what the hell is wrong with me? Um, yeah, you got to clean that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Yeah, I'm not good at that right now. That goes in hand with tabs. You ever? Are you a? Are you a tab yeah. fiend? I have. Um, How many tabs do you have open right now? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-six, twenty-eight. Nine thirty through one through two through three through four through five through six through seven through eight through nine forty four one forty two for three forty four. Hold on, let me see if I have any other. Oh, windows like up. another window in the background. <laughs> oh, I've that done it so many times. Thank God this is you know like wow. My uh, I have eight gigs How of RAM in here. How does your computer here. even run? I know. Well, especially Google Chrome is so like, bad about what, it eats up it's everything. It's not Chrome. You can't blame Chrome if you have fifty plus tabs open. You know? <laughs> do you? Know, How many paused YouTube videos do you have? Well, not nothing. Well, nothing on here. <laughs> but there, have you seen that? Um, what is it? Is it called one tab or something? Like it will take however many tabs you have, and bring it into one tab, and it's just a a, a list of hypertext links or hypertext links of of 
what you were on <laughs> so that you can go back to it because uh, you know because there are people like me in the world um and you can go back to exactly where you were before interesting um and then it will keep like a history of you know right. you used one tab here on this right. day right uh kind of like your history or now, i'm I sure will, it pulls from i will history. say this and and this is uh i'm going to make a big judgment call uh-uh me i'm going to judge you me no i'm going to judge everybody okay go cool. just take it how you will mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not perfect you know that very much. Yeah. Like you spent time with me. You know, yes. I'm, I'm, a di- I'm a shithead. Um, <laughs> what a lovable shit. But the, the one thing that I feel like I've mastered over the past, and this is just recent, over the past couple of years, I feel like I have mastered this ability in terms of working on my computer for work. Yeah. Is I will only work on one thing at a time. Mm. If, if I have a tab open for a thing I'm doing, I will work on it until it's done. I will literally call my client and I will wait there until they tell me what to do and I will do it and then I will close it out. I know that seems weird. No. But I get a lot of shit done really fast when it comes to this just job. Yeah. And I have four tabs open right now. Right. And two of them are for this podcast. Right. Right. And that allows you to if do it, the other things that you really want to yeah, do, if which I is don't, not necessarily client work. If I don't do that, my brain will be full of all this random client shit. Yeah. And they don't deserve – I love my clients, but yeah. they don't deserve to be in my brain that much. They're not paying me that much to be in my right. brain all day. Agreed. So that's why I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that. If, if you can do that in your life, I suggest trying to do that. And, and here's my point, and I think – if you have like 50 plus tabs open, it means you're kind of jumping around. Yeah. And it means you have a thought trail that you've left, right? Yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably really hard. Let's say I'm looking at the, and I know it's not linear, which is also a problem, but mm-hmm. like I'm looking at tab number 48. What about tab number six? Like, what is that? And can you go back to that without having to spend five or 10 minutes of like re-spooling your brain to get mm-hmm. back into that? Yeah, I, I, I was working with Wynn, the marketing intern, uh, last night and I found myself like, Hey, we've got to look at this spreadsheet here. And mm-hmm. then we've got to go to HubSpot here. And then there's this other thing in HubSpot here. Um, but then there's Twitter here and, and I've yeah, got, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just crap. looking, this is still open from last night. So I've got like four beach bodies. I've got three Google or Gmails, mm. because I do have multiple Gmails, so that does... That's those are my other two tabs, yeah. the two Gmails I check. Um, then I've got multiple spreadsheets, I've got multiple GitHubs, and I've got multiple HubSpots, and multiple Twitters, um, mm. and, you know, and then I've got some things for Linux Foundation or whatever after that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, So, but, but going back and forth, I'm like, thank God for the... Um, oh, damn it, what's the little icon called at the top now that um of each one of the tabs oh the favicon thing yeah yeah like thank god for those things because otherwise i would get lost and i already get lost but um like when there's one that doesn't have a favicon Mm -hmm. like what is that i can't remember (laughs) maybe i should close it yeah those things are hard to make too um all right close what about close yeah so (coughs) i think i told you this um at the beginning of the pandemic, um, when we figured out that we were going to be there for a lot longer than we thought we were going to be, um, I went through... Build a permanent structure, not just a tent. 
went through yes <laughs> and anything that I, I mean I, you know I wear the same damn thing every single day yeah right like eight t-shirts right every second. and we weren't I mean especially then we weren't going anywhere we were just around the house yeah um, even in the open state of South Carolina and so I put like all my workout shorts in one drawer yeah all and it was still a little bit chilly back then and back in March and April so um, you know all my shirts in one drawer socks and underwear and then, like everything else, I just put in my closet. You put your socks and your underwear in the same drawer. Well, they're they're separated. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not that. You're dumb. not a savage. No, I'm not right. a savage. Um, but I, you know, basically, I worked out of three or four drawers yeah. for months. And you realize I, I have all this extra shit. That I got rid of so much, right? Um, and you know, put it into huge garbage bags and took it to Goodwill yeah, yeah. and and everything and. And like, look at all this space we have. I know. It was so, <laughs> it was so, that, that right there, like, going, like, I have a drawer that when I can get through, um, you know, hiring a new marketing person and working through the newsletter that has to go out tomorrow morning mm. and finishing up another podcast that's going out tonight. Um, and, you know, and, oh yeah, and the cabinets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony's at the house working on right now. Um once I get through those, like I have my drawer that's right next to my bed that I'm going to clean out, and I'm going to have like four things in there, yeah, and just get rid of everything. And Melanie will be so happy because that'll mean that you know. But but it's a when you clean out things like that, and you that it's not only the physical stuff, but it's the mental space that you create. Yeah, and when that's you right. do something like a drawer, and this is I think this is the David Allen thing, or maybe. No, there was a anyway. It doesn't just give him credit. Um, sometimes, if you go and clean out a drawer or a closet, um, it, it's like making your bed every morning. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you've done something to move forward, mm -hmm. and and again, it's not just the physical space that you've created there. It is the mental space, and it's also the win. Well, that's the next one. I, I, keep talking, but that's a good segue into the spend five minutes a day cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how often do you go to, you sit down to, it's the same thing, the, the drawer, whatever, you're getting that clarity just from doing something that's yeah. moving you forward positive. You're like, you're, you're getting ready to work on a project, and you're like, ah, everything's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And then you straighten your desk up, and then you're just like, you're then you can just pound down. through it. Yeah. You're like, what happened? I spent 20 minutes cleaning my office, and now I'm like super productive. Yeah. Every it's time. Like, it's that, every damn time. I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, it's that, that neuro neuromechanical connection, neuromuscular connection, right? It's that, you know, your brain is connecting to your body doing something positive. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're cleaning, you're organizing, and then it just kind of flows into your yeah. subconscious, and there you go. Yeah. I think that's maybe what they're suggesting here. Well, and, and also the five minutes of cleaning per day. Also get shit cleaner. Get shit clean, <laughs> but then, you know, like, um, you know, this happens every single time, like, wife goes somewhere for a week or whatever like the first half of the week is like all of a sudden the garbage starts piling up or something <laughs> like that and clothes are on the floor and i'm like eh, i can you know i'm a bachelor again i can, <laughs> I can act like i have yeah, nothing nah. going on in the world and then like on you know whatever day or the day before she's coming back i'm like i'm actively planning out okay yeah. i've got five hours what do I do in those five hours to clean up everything? 
thing. But, you know, if I just would have taken five minutes a day to... You are a segue machine because that is number 11. Yes. Five <laughs> minutes a day. And, and just... Five minute, oh shit day. Yeah. I'm trying to write your book for you. Yeah. <laughs> Keep a schedule planner. Yeah. And I, I don't know... I do. If you're leading into that. Uh, I do not do that. Yeah. Um, I've tried. And then I, I will do like a full-on like week and then i'm like fuck that i'm never touching that again yeah um, i should totally do that but it, it's it's hard for me and i actually have the full focus planner which is it's very analog um again i write things down and yeah. and and when i do it it's very helpful i now am like two months behind and i just got the newest you know <laughs> version of it for then right. it's, it's a quarterly book and i'm like oh you know, so now there's something in my brain that's like I'm failing. Um, I think that the the point of this number eleven, if you're if you go back and read these behind us, mm-hmm. is not so much about uh, planning beforehand. It's as much about documenting. It's as much about planning beforehand as as it is optimizing. Yeah. Like 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 in so much like collect enough information so that you can say like okay, well yesterday was a ten hour workday and I only got X done. Right. Like what happened. So you can look at like what actually happened. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I had set aside four hours to work, but this douchebag came over and talked to me for like three hours, mm-hmm. and I didn't like, expect it. So I had to like answer his shit for a long time. Right. And you so, and I only to- talked for two hours. I don't know. If <laughs> getting three out of totally derailed me. Yeah. You know, like oh, so I get the you know, so you can at least sort of like, um, can analyze what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, or I totally f- lost track and started watching, you know, the, the newest episode of Loki. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 one behind. <laughs> um, now, and, and and sometimes I use like if I don't use my actual planner, then I will use my whiteboard, which I did that for this week. So I I've actually, seen that in people's offices. Yeah, and it's just mainly it's it's like a I've got a it's all manual, but yeah. I've got like the days of the week and like. And then, like the 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 two thirds of it is just basically like home. Here's all the tasks that I need to get yeah. done this week, um, yeah. and try not to push it further. Um, you know, with with work number one, you know, here's all here. Here's right. You know, work number two, which is more right. of my you know my side things. Here's everything here, and then I take those things and I put them back up That's into cool. each days of the week. Like cool. I want to try to get this done here, this done here, and and you know check them off as I go. That's cool. Yeah. And then I see also, you know, you do see the gaps, and you do see like you're saying, mm-hmm. like and that's what's that's what that's what's important. Right. It's closing those gaps. Right. I mean, because if you're already if you're kicking ass, well, how are you going to fix that? You know, right. You're already <laughs> kicking ass. Like, let's totally improve kicking ass. Like, right. Whatever. That's not the point. The point is. Fill, filling the gaps in with like, right. you know, removing the bullshit. Yeah. Um, challenge yourself. Truly invest yourself into one area of life every day. Ooh. Hmm. I would go even further than that. Yeah. Um, do something scary. Yeah. Right. Do something, do something that makes that you uncomfortable. You do something out day. of your comfort zone. Yeah. That doesn't have to be daily. I mean, being daily would be awesome, but like, yeah, man. I know so many people that like, they won't try something new because uh-huh. they simply are afraid of what they'll look like yeah. to other people. They're, they're, you know, like you hear fear of failure. It's not the actual failure that people are afraid of. They're afraid of what they look like. In my, in my, yeah, no, 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 people, you know? no, I, I, um, true. It, it's, but 
go ahead. If you do a little bit, right? Like you just do a little bit at a time. It's that Kaizen, the 1% principle. Yep. After a while, that little bit is, it's a big amount of courage. It's a big amount of like feeling good about what you, what you can accomplish. Yep. It raises your personal um, expectations for yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. And then you can bite off a bigger chunk, you know, maybe take on a bigger project that's maybe not in your wheelhouse, you know? Like you might have to learn something new in order to get this project done. Well, and, and but if, you, if you've spent, you know, 200 days of your year, like doing the same shit every day and not learning, and then you've got this opportunity to like maybe get a project, but you have to learn some stuff and you're like, fuck, I don't know how I'm gonna learn all that stuff. Yeah. So you just kind of pass on it. But if you spent those 200 days like every day, like researching, not at, you know, all costs, but just, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, learning, reading, you understand. Mm -hmm. And then the project comes and you're like, oh shit, well I actually read something about that. Right. I know where to go look that up at. Yeah, let's, let's take a look at it, let's work on it. Yeah, and That's things, a much different scenario than like, what the hell is that? Things you know? become much easier too when you're prepared. But, but <laughs> that's, that's where we're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and, and. But that's, that's not just project work. No. No, that, that, that's everything. And that's, you know, I, I was thinking about something earlier when when we were on a different one i'm like when you said that uh you're the guest for the one before this was talking about doing whatever you're doing but with um oh, now it's not coming um damn it doing what you're doing but doing it in in a setting that that maybe makes sense or there's some oh, context context yes. thank you yes um give me context yes that <laughs> you know i was thinking about like a knife fight training for a knife fight right because for some reason in my my ads that keep coming up um somebody wants to teach me how to knife fight Ooh. the real way the real way i don't know and, and it starts like with all, stabbing. all these other people uh can't <laughs> teach you how to defend yourself against a knife right the real way yeah um real knives in our training yes <laughs> yeah, so you, like, you, like you learn quicker. You learn training. quicker. Um, <laughs> but, but the, the, you know, but, well, shit, the context right there is, yeah. you know, like, you can train, you can train for a knife fight. But guess what? You know what? A knife fight, uh, like, a, a gunfight is different than a knife fight. All right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as, like, like there's probably easier ways to not get hurt in a gunfight versus an, a knife fight. A knife fight is just, right, right. you know, and especially if it's somebody who's not trained, all of a sudden, like every training that you have yeah. can go out the window yep. and uh, and you're yep. you're literally in a knife fight yep. and, and it's somebody flailing around. You can't, it's hard to train for, yes. for that. Agreed. Um, I've and, tried. Yes, <laughs> and so I usually get stabbed. Right. So the so the context when you're in training, not in real life. In your, right, but you're doing in training, you know, something that you are trying to prepare for that may right. or may not happen. Yeah. You know, any time in your life, and you know, so when you were training like that, and when you know when we were training in the army for different things, I feel like the thing that the good leaders would come through and and say is you know it, how you, you know how you train is mm -hmm. is is basically 
um, you know, how it should be in real life. So don't fuck around and don't make it like, oh, this is just a training exercise. Oh, Work. nothing can yes. happen. Right. Yes. You know, like, let's go through the motions and everything. Because if you can insert that fear mm-hmm. into your brain while you're actually doing the training. Oh, it makes a difference. Absolutely. It does because the context, then you, yeah. the context has changed and yeah. you're in a different state of mind than you're just mm-hmm. going. And, and, you know, like the very first, um, uh, the very for- first thing that I went and did in Fort Bragg was, um, oh, now I'm not going to remember. It was, it was, it was basically training going through trenches and, mm-hmm. and throwing grenades in, um, wow. Uh, grenade chunking. Yes. Grenade chunking inside of, uh, you know, the little huts or whatever they're wow. built into the trenches. Dangerous. And, and so like we did, you know, training throughout the day. And then we did training at night mm. and it was all, you know, blanks and everything like that. Yeah. Um, then we got to live fire Ooh. and you know, you've got, um, an M60 that's firing above your head Burr. while you're down in the trenches and we're in this live fire exercise. And you know, the grenades that we we're using were, they weren't like, you know, going to blow up stuff, but they were That's enough to where yeah. they would, you know, they would blow up um, yeah. a bunker um, enough if you were in there. Do that. Like yeah. And, and like, I, I, I still remember, um, I remember, you know, first week, first week in division. And um, like, I was running point mm-hmm. for what we were doing through the trenches. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm running point. I've Completely. only been here this time. Then I realized I was running point because all the people who'd been in for a while didn't want to be in uh, front of me yeah. because I had more potential for accidentally shooting them than right. I, than they did for me. <laughs> so yeah, you get up in front. Yeah, you go, Bo. Yeah, Cherry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but but I will say that uh, uh, what was it like a year or two later? I do remember that on that same place. Um, uh, we had a board of death at the 82nd Airborne that said. You know, like in a factory, number of days without an incident. Ours was like number of days without a death. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it was more than one. Well, it, it well, no. The, oh. the week that I broke my back, um, it stayed at one all week. Shit. Yeah, like two people died on on my jump um, that I broke my back on. Talk about getting out of your comfort zone. Yes. Um, but but at that like later on that week, I believe it was at that same that same trench training that I did, um, somebody blew themselves up by, they threw a grenade and yeah. it bounced and came back towards no. them and they died. That's not good. Yeah. So, so even though it's a training exercise, right? you put that fear into right. Right, right, yourself right. and the context all of a sudden changes. And then I, f- I feel yeah. like challenging yourself yeah. means that even, you know, training learning whatever it is yeah create a situation that's challenging give it your all right because you never know when you're going to need that whether it's like hey i can build a website in 24 hours because that's what needs to get done Mm -hmm. or it's a knife fight Mm -hmm. i mean two different things but if you have the ability because you've trained to that point with that context then you can do both of those things yes you can yeah. Cross the streams, baby. Yeah. 
Sorry, that was a long one. But no, it's a cool story. Engage with at least one person further than you. Yeah. So someone that is further towards a similar goal that you have. Yep. Uh, a mentor. Yeah. <laughs> um, mentors, mentors sometimes are hard to find. Yeah. Connect yourself to a strong wagon. <laughs> I don't think that's the True. saying, but no, it's very close. Maybe it's the horse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I know. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, you don't have to be like. So here's something. Speaking of mentors, I I had always thought that getting a mentor was like an official, documented relationship, mm-hmm. like a like a teacher. Like, oh, we're entering this right. teacher student contract, and there we go. But a mentor doesn't necessarily even have to know that you're their mentee. Exactly. Um, someone can pull you along towards your goal without even knowing that you're working on the same goal, without even knowing you exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, so, is, that is the good part of social media. Yes, that is a good part of social media. Yeah. And, and you can even interact with them. Yes. You know, because there's no, there's, no de- there's no degree of separation between you and them. Exactly. If they choose to um, read your shit. Um, that doesn't mean go out and bother famous people, but no, they get that enough. Yes, exactly. but yeah, engage with one person further than you. I mean, that's cool. Like, identify someone who's. I mean, first of all, have some damn goals in the first place. But right. then secondly, like, identify someone who's along that same path or looks mm-hmm. like they might be, and research them, find out about them, stalk them a little. Well, that's creepy, but you get what I'm saying. I do understand what you're saying. <laughs> that I, I, you know, I was talking to um, one of my colleagues today, and also to Win, about. Um, you know, there's this person that does a podcast that's out of Australia that um, uh, that one of my people went and did an interview with them this morning, um, and and so we were talking about it. And I'm like, I love their podcast. Like for that yeah area, um, it's totally different than this. It's it's in like open source, um, and I love their podcast. It is like it's well produced. It's it's well thought up. Uh, the questions are great, and and you know, one of the hosts like, I feel like he really gets into the things that he needs to cool. with with the people, and that, you know, so, um, you know, I was like, a, I'm glad you did it, <laughs> um, but b, can you introduce me because I have been stalking them for months, <laughs> yeah. and and I'd love to talk to them because. You know, because I'd like to have a good relationship right, with them right. because we're in some ways we're in the same space with some of the other mm-hmm. th- things I do. Um, but also, like, you know, they've built something that's really good. And they obviously, they're going to be different goals, um, you know, for some of the things they do. But, but as far as, like, the podcast and how they are doing it right, and sure. the goals that they have for that particular podcast since it's video and audio. I just do audio right now. Um, <coughs> like I, that is somebody that I want to get in touch with right. and they are further, like we started ours earlier than they did, mm. but I feel like they have gotten further ahead quicker. Got you. And, um, Got you. you know, so I, so yes, definitely yeah. engaged because like this person has in a way, has been a mentor because I've been looking at what they've been doing. And, and Chances are they'll help you. Yes. I mean, I, I think like most of the time, the people will take time and talk to you. Yeah. Because it's the thing they're into. Like, right. How do you, why do you not want to talk to other people that are into the same thing you are exactly. if you're ahead of them? Exactly. People love to tell you how to do things. All right. Like, listen to this podcast. Exactly. Listen to this dipshit tell you stuff. Um, <laughs> Lovable dipshit. I'm not dipshit. pointing at myself. Yeah, I know. Lovable dipshit. Stick to your choices. Not all will be great, and you will miss... You will always miss out on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more more about sticking to the consequences. Now that yeah. one, man. 
Yeah. Do what you fucking said you would do. Oh, God, yes. If you decide is what we're going to do, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... It's like the... So let's let's put that caveat out there. I've had people, like, they'll confront me and argue with me. Like, I'll say, never, don't, I'll say, don't quit. Never give up. Mm-hmm. Like, well, sometimes, sometimes you have to, uh, I'm like, well, no shit. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I don't mean it's die. A, it's an ideal. Yeah, I mean, but, but yeah. what I'm saying is don't quit on yourself because right. it's like, difficult or like scary or requires you to stay up late or mm-hmm. get up early or right. something that's like mildly making you uncomfortable yeah um i see so many people in the gym I'll, I'll i'll go over the workout and i'll write it out and i can and they'll talk and i'll listen to them and they're already like trying to like buck this they're already trying to like figure a way around some of the work yeah like someone will come to me and be like hey coach i need help with my nutrition so what can we do? I want to lose 40 pounds. I'm like, uh-huh. well, okay, first off, that's a hard goal to achieve. Right. Here are the things we need to do over the course of the next six months. Eat these things. Don't eat these things. I can't do that. And then they start, well, what about this thing? Well, what uh, if I only have right, this yeah. much of this thing? Yeah. Or what about on Saturdays? Or, And it's like, we haven't even started yet, and you're already trying to create a system for how you can get around some of these rules we just set up. Yep. Um, I'm going to do it or not. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, look, I can't do it for you. Uh-huh. You know what to do, right? You should. You've decided to do this. Yes. You should probably stick with your decision here. You know it's going to be good for you. You know. Now, obviously, if you get into that diet and it, like causes heart problems or lung problems, your doctor is saying you're going to die. Mm-hmm. You should probably, you should probably chill out on the diet and right. figure some shit out. But you know, that's not the same thing as never giving up. No, no, never giving up is is it's sticking with your plan, right? And then if the plan is not working after a certain amount of time. Yeah, change the plan. Then change the but plan. But don't change the goal. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Often we, I see people, they just change the goal outright. Yeah. Like, I want to lose 40 pounds. And then after like two months, they're like, eh, 20 is okay. Yeah. Like, what happened to 40? Right. Well. Well, I'm tired of doing this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. You're, you're changing the goal. Yeah. No, no, no don't. It, if you were going to change the goal then up it. It was sure. I mean if you're gonna yeah, if yeah. you if you're literally gonna have a moving target that's a goal and you know, sometimes you hear that in the very negative aspect, like, mm-hmm. oh my boss keeps moving the target and I can't ever get to, you know, be promoted or whatever. That's one thing. Sure. But, but when it comes to something like that, that, you know, like I actually have a moving target goal as far as yeah. weight and body fat percentage and things like that. Um, which is but it's is is because it's staged. It's sure that's different. I'm not gonna do the forty pounds. I'm gonna do or like what I wanted to lose twenty twenty four pounds. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. Um but I sent it as a moving target goal of okay, I wanna get down from two hundred to one ninety. That's my first goal. That a good one. Whatever it takes, whatever time it takes to get down to that. You have it, a series of goals. That's right. totally cool. Right. Um but 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 when you when I go okay well that was cool maybe I'll just stop there. That's when you get in trouble yeah. because I know that my overarching thing is to get down to here, mm-hmm. and then and then I also know that you know when my weight goal is is done, then I want my body fat goal to 
to kick mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they will go together hand in hand, but at a certain point, like I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get down to 135 pounds mm-hmm. where I was after high school. Um, and you know, cause that will not be healthy for me. Right. That's a little too small. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I want to get my body fat percentage to where, you know, I've got yeah. lean mass instead of fat mass. <laughs> so the, the other part of the stick to the choice you make, suffer the consequences yeah. and learn to make better choices rather than avoiding oh, the yeah. bad consequences. Yep. We do that with our children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nobody. Mm-hmm. You mm. said this is what was going to happen. You said you're going to do this. You got to so stay up all night and get it done. That's right. But as adults, we tend to like, like ghost people and create reasons why I don't have to even answer that email or make up excuses and then just like do whatever the hell I want. The accountability is is weak, is gone if you don't have accountability for yourselves. And, 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 you know, saying that it's hard to have accountability for yourself sometimes. Yeah, I'm not not sitting here saying it's easy. No, because you can rationalize anything. Um, but yeah, some you know, of us are really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and and I have been really good at it before We're many times in my life too. Yeah, um, but you know, but having that accountability partner mm-hmm. or group or things like that, you know, that is, and again, even if it's somebody that doesn't know that they are your account, mm-hmm. you are their accountability partner. That's it's right. not, it's not reciprocal. You know, again, you know, maybe weight and things like that that's one thing but you know in business like my accountability partner is is you know i don't know rob dial or somebody like i want to be like and sure not true but necessarily but but like i want to do some of the things that that person's doing so 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 i do think sometimes like if i met this person and they're my accountability partner and they don't know Mm -hmm. it and then you know and if they said to me Oh, you say that you want to do that? Well, what are you doing to get there? Then That's I want to right. be able to say, well, I've done this, 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 you and this. You should be able to do that to yourself. And I still need help with this. Mm-hmm. This is the thing that I'm struggling with. But I've done all these things to get to this point. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, maybe that's when you actually, you know, reach out to that person. Yeah, 12 and 14. Yeah. 13, they all go together. Yeah, and reach out to that person and say, hey, listen, you know, whether you know it or not, uh, and I know you've you've gotten some things like that before. I've gotten some things like mm-hmm. that before that yep. you know, like you didn't even know that you know that you're helping somebody. Yeah, it feels good. It does. It does. You stick with it exactly. Yep. And so you know, and so that actually helps somebody you know who is helping somebody else accidentally you know Absolutely. continue to do what they're doing. Um, but also you know, but yeah, you know, if, as long as you are. If you hold yourself accountable, if you can't hold yourself accountable, have somebody else do it. Yeah, if they will? if they can't do it, then pretend that somebody's holding you accountable. Yeah. And and pretend that you're going to have to talk to them at some point. That's one of the um, that's one of the go to things I'll I'll use when I'm coaching people. Um, I'll say like uh, you know somebody wants to be a leader or whatever. Like let's say they start off like wanting to work out four days a week. And they only come in like two. Right. I'm like you didn't make your goal. Like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, if you can't even show up for yourself, mm-hmm. how in the hell do you think you're going to show up for other people? Right. How in the hell can somebody else count on you when you can't even, you can't even do it for yourself? Yeah. And it usually they're like, oh, I didn't fucked up. Yep. And they fix it because they realize what I do internally is what everybody else sees. This is like your kids, man. Yeah. You know that. You, you raise kids. You raise some good kids. Like, 
they don't learn by you telling them what to do. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. You could yell at them until you're blue in the face. They'll do whatever the hell they want. But right. what they do learn from is they watch you. Yeah. And they go, wow, dad does this. Yeah. And they don't even, I don't even think they do it consciously. They're just like, this mm-hmm. is what dad does. Yeah. And then they do it. Yeah. And they yeah. know how to do it. You know? That's, that's how that shit works. Yeah. But we do that with each other, too. And that's why a mentor is super helpful from the other one. Yeah. And you can have a formal mentor-mentee yes. relationship. I, I actually... Too. That is literally what we did. Yeah. Um, And we have a, a, through the Linux Foundation, they actually have a mentor program now. That's cool. um, That you can actually get it funded by outside. Oh, wow. Like um, crowdfunding, too, if it's something, you know, like ours was very specific and it was more marketing related. But um, but you can actually do it for like projects that you. That's cool. And and it's open to anybody outside the Linux Foundation, too. Um, the mentor part and the mentee part. So, so I am, te- <laughs> I am technically a mentor. That's awesome. Just remember that win. <laughs> stop, <laughs> right, la- stop laughing over there. Last but not least. Speaking of, um, laugh. Laugh. Yeah, I like this one. Once a day, in some way, laugh as hard as you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think. Yeah, I think what that means is, is have fun. Yeah. At least once a day, like, <laughs> make a checklist. I had fun today. Check. Uh, but you know, it could be any emotion, like feel emotion, you yeah. know, like you're a human, like we try to like, I think we mistake like being professional with like being emotionless. Mm, yeah. You know, you can be professional and still be emotional about the work you do and yeah. believe in it and the, the people you work with. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of the things that I've always been proud of over the years is like when I, when I've had employees, I don't have employees right now at one of my businesses, but like, I always felt like I tried to stand up for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like if a client's being a douche, like I would be like, I got this. And I would go talk to that client and be like, you can't talk to them that way. This is how we do it. Right. You know, like instead of just being a professional, which you think be like, yeah. well, hey man, be a professional. This is always right. Just take what they're given. Right. Like, deal with it. No. They're the client. No. No. You know, like, yeah. I, I learned that more and more every day. And especially like, Especially interviewing people right mm-hmm. now for a position, like the <laughs> the biggest thing that I've said about our candidates who've come in that we've interviewed, and I have another one coming up in an hour from now, is <sighs> they all have done great things. They all, you know, have a great experience and blah 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 blah. It's you know the fit and the how they fit with the team, how they fit with, like I, I've actually, I've said to our team, this person is very well qualified, yeah. but this person, I don't want to work with them. I, I just, I didn't feel it. Yeah. These other two people, you know, awesome. Right. And, and they all have, you know, even one of them, I, I, I want to say that one of them probably has, maybe less qualifications and that particular person is my number one right now because like I just there was something else there that I was like yeah mm-hmm. that's it that's you that's know important. that's the passion that they brought yeah. into their right. their previous jobs and that's the type of person I want to work with mm-hmm. and if I can't work with somebody like that and especially at 47 years old then yeah. fuck this yeah I'm why out. would I yeah and you know, I won't be out out, but I would, you know, I would really start to question. Yeah, what am I doing? What am I Why doing? am I doing? Right. Um, so, yeah. 
So th- there, so yes, laugh, but the, but there's the emotion and the passion that you should have in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and then the other side is is what do I tell you? My mantra is every single day: happy, happy? healthy, wealthy, wise, and free. Happy is at the beginning for a reason, and it doesn't all mean money. No, God, and you no, know I've no. talked about that. Yeah. Every every word you just used, even though wealthy's in there, it doesn't mean no cash. No. No, no, no. That, that's and people that's, get that confused. Wealth, a lot. wealth versus rich. Yeah, it, you know, rich is cash. Wealth is, is it might be cash, but it also is Whatever relationships is and yeah. everything else. But happy is the first thing that I say, and happy yeah. was the one thing that Benjamin Franklin, when he did right, right, right. healthy, wealthy, wise. Yeah, that was not part of his yeah. mantra. And I looked at him like the the one thing that I want to be is happy because yeah. everything else flows from that. Well, yeah. And so if you don't fucking laugh every day, you know, mm-hmm. then this is a lonely fucking life. It really is, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I learned from you. Uh, you were one of the first uh, military dudes that I ever kind of like really hung around in, in any kind of volume. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you ex military guys, it's like. I think you, it's like you're all the same. I don't understand it, but like you never meet a stranger. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of important to just like be present with other humans. Yeah. Like and realize maybe it's just kind of your training and what you go through, whatever that you realize we're all just fucking people doing yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, I think I didn't care about anybody's no hierarchy here. I didn't care about anybody's race and yeah, you and, know, like it's just or sexual orientation. Like we yeah, had gay guys matter. that were in the barracks. Yeah. We knew. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Didn't but care. Like, it's just about connecting with people, and, and I think laughter and having fun and yeah. connecting is important. Yes, and um, I think that's the whole point there is just to keep that present. Maybe that's part of what you journal or whatever you're doing, but like well, keep that present, keep that at the heart of everything you do. I had I had this hat on when we were at the Mellow Mushroom the other day with my son, and we're sitting up in the bar waiting for something to go, and I was just watching mm-hmm. soccer or baseball or something on the TV. This guy comes up behind me. Slaps me on the back, says airborne, <laughs> and then that's it. And as he's walking up the stairs, I'm like, thanks, brother. That was yeah. the end of it. Right. Two guys. That's cool. Right there. Never met each other. Never met each other. Years apart. I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah, who cares? Don't yeah. care. Yeah. And he doesn't care. It's, it's um, you know, yeah. The, what is that uh, connection with humanity that's important? Yeah. But but I feel like that, you know, I feel like that, yes, with, with brothers and sisters that have been in the military um, you know, and 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 I will probably treat them differently than yeah. other people, um, but but I I treat other people like that too. Yeah. People that I don't know, people, well, you know. Yeah, it's important. You know, hey brother, you know, whatever. Like I don't care because it keeps you grounded. It keeps you yeah. connected. Yeah. It, it keeps you like the reminder of why the hell you're getting up to right. write friggin' marketing articles for some shit that you don't even really care about right. in the end of the day. I mean, it doesn't like it impact you, the food you eat, or the way your kids get home on time. Right. I mean, but still, we're all connected. Right. I think that's but, important. But my, my kids do not get this at all with the, there's dad again talking to somebody. <laughs> they don't yeah. get it. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and they'll get and, it one day. That's what I hope that w- when you're saying that they they see what you do because they'll understand because I've gone through I've gone through life not liking people in general yeah and not liking myself at that point yeah. too yeah. Um, but then I've gone through life like you know 
Whatever. I mean, there are going to be some people that I'm just never going to like, and you know. Well, of course. Yeah, but but for the most part, like, you know, if I can get along with most people, right. And if I can laugh with them, not yeah. at, not necessarily at them, but well, with them, because of them, yeah. something good is you know, um, you know, or laugh at a situation that happened because of then. That is going to make everything else in my life so much better. Right. And so that way I can be there for other people. Right. Um, and I can do better things. And, you know, it, it, you know, 15 was number 15 out of these 15 most productive habits was laugh. And I think that's the most important one. I think so. Agreed. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, you don't need to read the article now, but you should. Yeah. Consider we just stole every aspect of it for our podcast. Um, give credit where credit is due. That's an article by Lucas. Mm. I'm not even going there. Hold on. Shwed. Shrekendeek. Shrekendeek. There you go. Um, smart dude. You should probably look him up. Subscribe to him on Medium. He's clearly got some stuff that can help you. Yeah. Um, there you go. Until next time. 